0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan.
1: Hello and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. If this is your first time tuning into this podcast, please Take a minute. And if you have any questions as we go through the show, this is a radio show. It's, it's, it's an e- educational show. So as we're going through it, if you have any questions or Chris and I um, aren't getting to the information or Tony and I aren't getting to the information, just give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. I really believe that your financial success starts with getting yourself educated. So that's what the bottom line for this show is and always is, is that you walk away with a little nugget of something you didn't know before today. So um, I encourage you to go to my website, www.taraenolan.com. While you're there, you're going to want to check out um, the radio page because you can go and click on it and you can see all the past radio shows that we've done. And we have a lot of different educational topics. We talk about 401ks and IRAs and social security and insurance and annuities and all different kinds of topics. So When you're there, you can actually subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And like I said, please don't hesitate to reach out to Chris and I if you have questions at 719-210-4242. And we can also set up face-to-face meetings and we're getting pretty good at virtual these days. So today, we're gonna be talking today about, I think a question that's a good question that's on a lot of people's minds. We're gonna be talking about, should you buy a house? But what I really like about our topic today is we're also going to talk about maybe you shouldn't buy a house and maybe renting is a good option. And I really like this topic because it really gets to the heart of the matter is that financial planning is very personal and what might be a good decision for somebody else may not be the right decision for you. And so we're kind of kind of come at it and talk about a lot of sides of this issue, some pros and cons, because at the end of the day, to see whether or not it's a good financial strategy for you depends on, well... I need to know a little bit about you and what your family is and what your circumstances are before I can make a recommendation. So, we're going to get into that in just a minute, but let me check in with my amazing co host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today?
0: (laughs) Oh, the crowd goes wild for me. You know that. You hear that, Tara? I thought it was a vacuum cleaner. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Uh, No, it's the applause. So, Tara, I am doing so good. Uh, I am. Amazing! I've had a great week, and I can't complain. I mean, sometimes I still do, but I really shouldn't uh, complain. That is so. Uh, no, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm great. Uh, besides the the deathly cold that we're experiencing, I'm oh, I'm good. Yeah. Um, yeah. This morning I got up, and I'm here in my studio in Minnesota, uh, <laughs> as I like to call it. And not only did we get like an inch of snow uh i looked at the temp it was negative 15 that was an actual that's an actual temp and they said sunday our high is going to be negative four and our low will be like negative 16 and those are actual temps not wind chill. uh so that means you don't go outside at right. all yeah yeah even your horses your horses will be you'll hear a knock on the door <laughs> knock knock You'll hear they'll be knocking on the door and you'll go, who's there? And it'll be your horses that they're like, let us in too cold, too cold out there.
1: (laughs) Well, we got a little cold snap here, but it's not that cold. Ours is, it feels like it's minus 15.
0: Ah, your feels like. Yeah. Our our feels like is somewhere around negative 35
1: this morning. I, I, I can't imagine.
0: Yeah, yeah. After, but after a certain point, it just, it's just too cold. I mean, it doesn't cold. really matter. It doesn't matter if it's 15 below or 30 below or feels like it's just way too cold. So uh, other than the cold though, I'm great. How about you? How have you been?
1: We are, we are excellent. We are staying really busy, you know, with this book launch, I just got introduced. I talked with the marketing team yesterday and and they're teaching awesome. me about more things about making video and I'm going to have to get some, some more different uh websites and tech going. So I, I like to get over the tech part so I can get to the creative part. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. I, I know, Tara, that's what frustrates you and, and a lot of us. I mean, the tech part. Unfortunately, I'm not too bad at it. And you have Chris. I mean, uh, Chris uh, even helped us with the video today. So uh, yeah. you guys make a great team. That helps. But, yeah, the tech part, it, it, you have to go through so much to get it done and get the message out there and get the videos made. And, and you know, uh, the videos, the podcast, the radio show, and uh, the book, Uh, that's amazing. So, and I know, you know, when the book comes out, we're going to, you know, go through it and it'll be a great series. And so uh, I can't wait for that to happen, but that's, that's, that's down the road a little bit, but you're working hard on it now. And I know it's a lot of work for you, but that's awesome. I I know you keep busy. I mean, you got so many irons in the fire and you're still involved in the military as well, right?
1: I am. And we've got drill weekend coming up again in March. Oh boy that keeps us busy. But I was just going to tell you it's as, as part of this, working on the book, I'm working on my keynote speech. And I got to have a half an hour session with an actual speech coach, which I've never. Oh, done wow.
0: And wow. Here's That's what she cool. told
1: me, Tony, is I breathe too loud.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do too. Oh, I do too. I've been told that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like. And
1: she showed me like, there's these, these neck muscles. And I think I learned it starting in yoga, but I actually tighten these muscles up when I breathe in and out and it's kind of become a habit and I do. I'm, I'm a loud breather, so I've
0: got to work. Oh, <laughs> yeah! It's amazing. They'll pick you apart too. I, I, yeah, believe me. I've done that. Been there, done that. So, uh, yeah. Well, voice coaching and things like that. It's it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, well, but a speech coach is great. And I mean, you're good anyway. So it won't take you too long. It'll just help hone some of the finer skills.
1: Well, the 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 tongue twister I learned was Topica Bodega. Because Topica uses- Bodega. All the it uses the back, the middle, and the front of your mouth. It, Topeka, f-
0: Bodega. Bodega. <laughs> I'll it's remember a cure that a for one. a
1: lazy tongue. But anyway, Tony, it's fun, and hopefully, everyone <laughs> out there listening, it's it's nice to just keep keep engaged and doing different things. It, it keeps life interesting.
0: Sure. sure, the one we always uh, in radio, unique New York, unique New York unique new york if you can say that uh without messing up that's usually pretty good Uh, it loosens you up a little bit but yeah that's awesome but buying a home you said something in the intro though that i was really surprised to hear you say you're saying uh, you know should you buy a home Uh, maybe renting is a better option and i you know you don't hear that too often you're usually like you've got to have a home and a home ownership this is a subject that we've never really covered on the show i mean it's come up you know, like when downsizing before retirement, things like that. Uh, but I'm excited about it today because I'm really intrigued when you said we're going to spend some time talking about why home ownership might not be for everybody. Still, that's the catch for me. How do you want to get this conversation rolling?
1: Well, you just kind of reminded me, Tony, I don't know if everybody out there has read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, but that's like a classic book at this point about how you want to build assets. And obviously Mm -hmm. buying a home is a great way to build an asset because you need somewhere to live. So a lot of conventional knowledge is, well, I want to build an asset, so I want to buy a home. And there's a lot of reasons we're going to talk about that today. But this is where it's such an important concept in our financial planning, Tony, is then you also have to look at where you are in your life and what's going on. And buying a home, you're not necessarily flexible. And what if you're going through, um, you're moving, or you're getting ready to go from college to a new job, or what if you're getting ready to switch jobs or move to a different part of the country? There's a lot of reasons why you might not want to buy a home. Um, So it's like a lot of things, Tony, is you can do the math, and the math will make sense with a certain given set of assumptions.
0: Ah, sure. And And, and, and this is where we get to your line about how everybody's – everybody's different. It depends, right?
1: It really does, Tony, because if life was a nice, you know, straight line like that (laughs) bar graph where you see the line goes perfectly straight. Yeah. then it would be easy, but I, I don't know anyone's life that works out like that. (laughs)
0: No, no. If you find them, let's figure out what they're doing.
1: It's more like a loopy. It goes up and it goes down and it goes goes down and you don't want to, if you're in the down part, that might not be the right time for you to buy a house. Not saying that buying a house is a good or a bad decision. It's a lot about timing. And I really want to get that point across today so people can understand the pros and cons and think about, well, what is happening in my life right now? And is this the best decision for me today? Sure. So, and kind of I really like to stay away from black and white decisions, which is frustrating, right? Because we all yeah. like to know, like, just give me the answer. <laughs> just yep. tell me the answer. <laughs> yeah, so, but we're gonna start because we'll talk about some of the reasons about why you may want to buy a home and because and, that's a good place to start as any. So you know one of the first reasons, obviously, is just pride of ownership. I mean, that has been sold in America as the American dream, right? is when you you get your house with the white picket fence, we all know what that means, and it's it's yep. exciting. And yeah, you know it is. You it's get to pride. paint the walls, the color that you want. Yeah. Uh, you can, you can do what you want. You can put holes in the walls. You, you don't have to worry about the rules.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, yeah, we have it a lot is of nice rules in our life.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Owning your own home is something, I mean, there's a lot to be said for it and uh, I think it's a great thing. And you know, my wife and I, when we bought our first house, it was very exciting.
1: And one of the most exciting things that, that I do like financially about buying a house is you're building an asset because it's, it's something that's there. And the equity should go up over time. Now, there's going to be pockets of the country or times where that may or may not be true. Like I can tell you, Tony, for Chris and I, we've always had horse property. So that's one of those kind of unique properties that doesn't really go up or down so much. It's kind of, it is what it is. Versus I have a lot of friends, you know, as I've moved around in the military where they were able to buy houses, like a good friend of mine has a house in Tampa just outside the base there and that mm. house like almost doubled in price just oh. because you're not making more real estate
0: right that's right where, wow
1: where when you have a horse property it's kind of a unique unique experience and not everybody if you don't have a horse why would you buy a horse property
0: right yeah i don't need <laughs> that big horse barn or that riding lot or all that extra <laughs> land and so yeah yeah exactly. i said yeah i don't need a stable if I don't own horses, right, so, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess you could turn it into something else. But well, and, and you know what, their pride of ownership and that potential equity, that's a big one that you're talking about. I mean, they're both elements of home ownership that do resonate, I think, with a lot of people. And, you know, I started off in my 20s with apartments and roommates, and that's mm-hmm. always fun. You know, you, you have a lot of fun. You make a lot of friendships. But uh, there's nothing like the feeling when somebody hands you those keys to your first home
1: you know tony that that is very exciting i can remember when i bought my first house tony i actually bought my first house in florida as a lieutenant because it was actually cheaper the mortgage was going to be cheaper than paying rent
0: wow (laughs) i had
1: to buy because i couldn't afford to rent (laughs) <laughs> right Not actually in a safe neighborhood
0: <laughs> yeah and i mean if it's you know if you can if you can swing the down payment if there's a necessary one or if it's your first you might get an fha a uh, good deal on the loan then uh, it may make sense because in a lot of places uh the mortgage is going to be less than the rent payment, which is crazy. odd. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of turned upside down in some, but that's only in certain situations. I mean, it, that's you have to be right. in the right circumstances for that to take place. So
1: Our great caveat. It depends.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Again.
1: But let's talk a little bit more about appreciation. I mean, so when you, that's one of the things why you would buy a home is because it's an investment and you're creating an asset and and we could have a whole other topic about whether it's an investment or not. But a home can appreciate. I mean, real estate generally over time will appreciate. The thing is, is it can be very slow. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the, and I do like that quote, like, they're not making more land. So, if you <laughs> own right. a piece of it, at some point it's going to appreciate. So, it's, it's a good investment in terms of you're not going to probably lose value. But if you're banking on that house to, like, double in price so that you can, uh, as, like, an investment, that's a little tough because you don't get to control that part. But but generally they do appreciate over time. So it's kind of like you have your your short term investments. And this is one of those longer term investments that at least you're not losing money, hopefully, while you're living in the house. And, and I always like to have that idea. Tony, if you can give your your money more than one job, this is a great uh, example of put it to you, work for you. If you own, well, if you own a house, you have to live somewhere. So that's a job. Yep. And you're going to get some tax deductions potentially because, you know, with the mortgage and those kinds of things. And so there's another job and and it's going to appreciate. So it's also working to become an asset for you. So it's all things equal. If you're going to spend the money anyway, let that money do multiple things for you. So that's, that's a big plus when it comes to. to That's a huge plus. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a huge plus. Well, and if you buy a home when you're still young, uh, and you have that goal of maybe downsizing when you retire that potential home appreciation is going to really come in handy for retirement if you downsize to in retirement right
1: that really can be that can be a big bonus especially cuz cuz then if you can if you if the house has appreciated and then you want to downsize theoretically you should be able to roll that money in and get yourself a very nice smaller place to live and sure. potentially with no mortgage so that's always a great plan Um, You know, Another potential upside, Tony, is the mortgage interest deduction. Now, depending on your circumstances, you can even deduct um, your home. You could even think about your home like a little bit of a tax shelter because you can get some deductions. But this is something that has changed a little bit in 2017 with the taxes because there's now a standard deduction. So to be able to take advantage of some of those deductions, you have to be um, in a tax bracket or deducting things itemized. But It's another really cool thing, though, that potentially having a house is going to help you in your tax situation. Right. Because, Tony, we talk all the time about any time we can take your money from taxable to um, a tax advantage place or ideally a tax free place. That's always moving in the right direction that we want to move, you know, sure, going from left to right. (laughs) We want to move towards (laughs) zero. So that's a a really big element with with the home.
0: Yeah. Well, and it just, and so much of what we talk about, Tara, on the show, no matter what the topic, it seems like we come around to taxes and the tax implications of things. And home ownership is no different. And renting or owning a home, if you're looking at what you need to do there or making that choice, taxes are something you want to look at. You have to look down the road. Taxes aren't just about looking behind you, it's looking ahead. What's next year going to be like and what's retirement going to look like? How is this going to affect my taxes? And so I'm glad you brought that up. And uh, I think that really makes sense. And so uh, it's good. And isn't it true that a homeowner can deduct some of their property taxes?
1: They can. And if you're if you're listening to the show and you're taking notes, now's the time to make a note that the IRS publication 530. And I'll say that again, if you're writing it down, the IRS publication 530 is a great resource for new homeowners, and also if you're trying to get to sleep. <laughs> 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 but, but no, really. So, Tony, I always like people to be able to go to their own source material. This is yeah. a publication that talks about how you can deduct um, your state and local property taxes, where you fall within that, how your mortgage payments are going to be handled. And, and it also will just show you how you can utilize the interest and in, in property tax deductions. And like we've talked about before, whoever knows the most rules wins. And, and I can just tell you, Tony, <laughs> when I switched, because I have rental properties as well, I work right. with a CPA that actually specializes in real estate because they know all these rules. And Tony, I just outsource that because I don't wanna spend a bunch of time learning all the rules. I just wanna work with the guy that knows the rules. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> well and especially when it comes to the irs tax code you know you you i know you like to work alongside cpas and tax professionals because uh no one knows the, uh, the entire tax code you have to have a lot of help figuring that out and i know that you work with your clients to make sure they're doing the right thing when it comes to tax implications and speaking of that i i know just a little bit about the capital gains exclusion for homeowners there is one i believe Right. Uh, Tell us more about that.
1: This is a great part of homeownership. And this is one of those things, Tony, why when I talk about uh, your comprehensive retirement plan, rate of return is great. But we really got to take advantage of taxes in this country because that's just the way our tax code is written. But it's a really good deal that um, if you can exclude almost two hundred fifty thousand dollars as an individual and five hundred thousand dollars for a married couple when you profit from capital gains. So the good news is when you buy your house, you're subject to pay tax on all the money you made. And so there's this exclusion and and you don't always have to buy a replacement home or upgrade it right away. So it's really amazing that you can get this exclusion. And this is where you really want a good CPA to work with Tony, right? Because you can get this exclusion and you can use it over, you can spread it out with your taxes over about two years. So there's some, you know, there's always limitations, but it's a really good thing where, uh, anytime you can get an exclusion for profit that you've made, I love that option.
0: So, I mean, there are some really outstanding financial benefits then to home ownership, obviously.
1: You know, there really are, Tony. And here's another one is that if you make more money when you sell your home than is allowable with that exclusion, then the money will be categorized as capital gains, which capital gains is less than ordinary income tax. So that's okay. And then as long as you've owned your home for more than a year, Tony, then This is going to benefit your wallet because capital gains taxes, you know, they're just preferential because I think right now the rate is 20 percent. It goes back and forth between 15 or 20 percent over the last 10 years. And that's a lot less than most people's ordinary income tax rate, which is usually about in the 30, 24 to 30 percent range. Hmm. And so your tax bill will be smaller than you think it is just because you're going to be in a different category. So that's a really important thing to, to understand. Sure. If you're going to pay taxes, you want to pay the smaller amount of taxes that you can.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, for sure. And, and I know, but seriously, there's a lot of strategies and thought process that can go, but go into all this and we can get uh, really, as I like to say, you can get deep in the weeds on this stuff, but you don't have to go it alone. And if somebody out there is contemplating this or want to, wants to know, Hey, in my situation, what's the right move to make maybe before you make that big purchase, or if you have a home or want, Want to say, hey, how do I downsize? Uh, they should meet with a financial planner like yourself, uh, especially as how it might relate to their retirement, whether it's twenty years down the road or in five years or next year. Uh, that then it's really important. How can our listeners get a hold of you, Tara, to do that? I know you're offering a complimentary consultation which is awesome. Sure,
1: Tony. We love that people can contact us through the, through the website with my email, but you can also just call the office 719-210-4242. That's 719-210-4242. And Tony, we can set up that complimentary consultation. And we have a lot of people who are retiring that are also looking at that question of downsizing and do they sell the house or do they keep the house as a rental? Yeah. So there's a lot of ways to look at how to do it.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's huge. And 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 that's why jumping back into it here during our show today, we're talking about some of the pros and cons of buying a home. And I think what you have said so far is great. And, you know, in that first segment, you addressed some clear benefits of owning a house. Uh, but now it's time to look at what I what I find fascinating is, uh, Reasons you might not want to buy a home. Let's jump into that.
1: And this is why this is I love this topic because you don't hear this very often. So let's talk about the reasons for not buying a house. I mean, the first yeah. reason is going to be pretty obvious is if you don't have the down payment.
0: Ah, yes, exactly.
1: Just good old fashioned common sense. Yep. But for a lot of people out there, unless you qualify for a VA loan or you're a first-time home buyer, you're probably yep. going to need that down payment that's about 3.5% of the sales price for the FHA loan or at least 10% of the sales price for a conventional loan. So that means you have to have save some money or have some family help or something to, to get into that initial house.
0: Wow. Yeah. And that's that's the reason why in a lot of circumstances you look at maybe a mortgage and just say, wow, that mortgage is the same or less than what I would pay to rent. So why don't I just buy that house? Uh, well, it's because you might not have 10% of that purchase price to put down on that home, especially if you don't own a current home. And even in some cases when you do so, if you've been renting a long time, uh, the good news is to get into your first home, they do have uh, ways to help you uh, with that as well, though. So but that is a big stumbling block to home ownership for some people, isn't it?
1: It really is, Tony, because that's a lot of money to come up when you're a newly new college graduate or you've got a young family and you're mm-hmm. you're just trying to get started. So definitely it is kind of a barrier to that initial homeowner situation.
0: Yeah. And, and I'm guessing credit, too. I mean, if you don't have good credit, you can't buy a home, right?
1: It makes it challenging. So really, you want a credit scar of six twenty or above is, oh, is wow. the goal. Okay. Because then it becomes very hard to find a lender willing to do business. And then the other thing, Tony, is the lower your credit score, the higher the interest rate you're going to get. It's one of yeah. those things that I, I don't know if everybody understands is the, the reason you want a high credit score is you get better interest rates on your
0: loans. Yes. And it's, it's when you buy, a you, ca- you can get a better interest rate on a car, on Home anything improvement projects, windows, any type of loan, or anything you're going to be making payments on, you can get lower interest if you have a better credit score. I believe me, I I know that, and that's important.
1: And I, you you want to check those. You get a free credit report every year, and you always want to go in and check that because I have found mistakes on my credit report and have had to clean those things up. Me so, yep. and I don't buy a lot of things with loans anymore, but it's it's always nice to make sure your credit score is clean before you're trying to fix that. Good news is, is for FHA loans, they are a little more permissive and they will look at people who have credit scores of 580 to into qualifying. And, you know, a lot of people do have that credit score that's a little lower. So bad credit might not be disqualifying, but you're right. just going to end up paying a lot more for something than if you had a good credit score. So right.
0: Right, and I I think yet another reason to keep an eye on that credit score is to ensure uh, you want to ensure it's as healthy as possible, uh, and so you don't have to worry about these things. So, what else do you have for us?
1: Well, another thing too is is they the creditors really get into your business, Tony, when it comes to buying a house. They (laughs) do. All your privacy kind of goes out the window. That's true. One of the things they start to look at is what's your ratio of debt, because. There's a lot of people out there that make good money, Tony. And I know people who are making high six figure incomes and guess what? They have credit card payments to go with them.
0: Yeah. And that's, isn't that crazy? It's, it's just. It's,
1: it's, it's interesting. And like, it doesn't really matter how much money you make. Some people just keep that credit card debt high. And so, you know, if you're looking to get a loan for a house, they will look at how much credit card debt, because you're obligated to pay that credit card debt. Right. And it's just yeah. analysis. They're trying to make sure that if they loan you the money to buy a house, you're going to be able to make your payments. Yep. So uh, you got to make sure when you're looking to buy a house, sometimes the people that are looking to buy, Tony, we actually have to put a plan in play that takes about a year to get them positioned so their credit score looks good and they have the right uh, debt ratio. You know, they pay down their credit cards enough so that they're in a good position to get a good loan.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's huge. And, and you know, I've even had friends and family ask me about how to tell If they're ready to buy a home. And one of the things that I always ask is, you know, are you happy with your job? You know, is your job stable? Because if the answer to either of those questions is no, you're probably not ready, right?
1: Well, cause you're, you might be looking to move, right? And that's the thing right. is if your job isn't stable, then obviously you don't want to be saddled with a loan where you might have to default or not make payments. Cause that's just going to bring a ton of stress into your life that you don't need. Yeah. And if you're not happy, you may not know it, but that's the kind of the time when you start looking for new opportunities. And if you're not happy in your job and a new opportunity comes up, you're probably going to take it now. I mean, there's ways to do it, right? If you own a home, you can manage that. But it sure is nice when you're renting and you can say, you know what, I got a new job, I'm moving and thanks, but I'm leaving.
0: Yeah. Well, and to me, it's important for people to not uh, give into that mythology of the American dream and buy a home before you're ready. Well, this has been a great topic, but believe it or not, it just the time, it just zips by and we're out of time for today's Mm -hmm. show. It just, yeah, it's crazy. So before we go, though, uh, a lot of great tips today. Let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you.
1: Sure, Tony. So thank you for joining our show today. It was was really educational and it's a good topic. You can give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. If you really want to talk about the pros and cons of buying a house or renting or what you should do or what's the right fit for you. So that number is 719-210-4242. We'd love to help you out with these decision-making steps.
0: All right, Tara. That's not a vacuum. That is applause. That is applause for you and a great show. Uh, Thanks for listening, everyone. That does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan. Join us soon for another episode
1: of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care and we'll talk with you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services.